the Buffalo Wild Wings Studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Well, I thank the Lord. Well, I thank Coach Harbaugh. I love you, man. Love the out of you, man. This is for you. For this university, the president, our AD. We got the best players, best university, best alumni in the country. Love you guys. These guys right here, these guys right here, man. These guys did it. These guys did it, man. Talk to him, man. Love you. Rush is back, final hour. The Sherelle Moore uh, leading candidate to take over the Michigan head coaching job as Jim Harbaugh has uh, officially been named uh, head coach for the San Diego Chargers. Are we just going to go ahead and continue the San Diego Chargers? I, is that what we should do? What, what's going to happen to us if we do? Nothing, right? We'll just confuse yeah. everyone else, and it'll be hilarious. That's, that's just what I think of when I think of a Michigan man. Uh, sounds like a, a kid in a fraternity who just won a beer pong tournament with his buddies. <laughs> These guys did it. These guys did it, man. Talk to him, man. Love you. I'm just telling you, it's what it sounds like to me. Can't wait for more. Yeah. Um, I'm happy for him. I think he's done a really good job with that offense. Um, you know, I, I do believe, though, that, you know, in, in college football is so much different than the NFL. The NFL, a lot of people, I mean, most fans of the NFL know who a lot of the head coaches are, not all of them, but the head coach is not the star of the football team, typically. Um, it's usually the players, handful of players that you have, your top players, uh, you know, the quarterback, franchise quarterback. In college football, it's almost always the coach that is the biggest draw that everyone knows. Like that's who recruits want to go play for. That's that's what matters. Forget the football uh, team. Maybe the biggest part of the universe, the most recognizable person within a university. Yeah. That's normally the case. And it's while I think Shrum Moore's going to do a good job there, I I also think that there's going to they're going to take a hit in some degree, whether it's recruiting, whether it's portal. I. I you know, whatever it is, there's going to be a bit of a hit. Now, if he continues to win right out of the gate, performs really well, within you can overcome that with a bunch of rain, uh, name recognition. Uh, but I think Alabama is going to be facing the same thing. You know, everyone wanted to go to Alabama, not because they were big Alabama fans necessarily, but they wanted to go play for Nick Saban because that is proven to get you to the NFL, and I, I I don't know. Both of those schools are going to have to show that they can do that. And like, you, like for Alabama, you're not going to be able re- to replace maybe ever what Saban has brought to that school. I mean, you may win games here, you know, in the in the near term, and you may you may win a championship. But you're still not going to be able to replace all that his image brought. So I'm I'm fascinated to see what comes of it for I, I don't those think, two big boys. I don't think there will be a mass exodus at Michigan. I don't think there'll be as many mm-hmm. players in the portal um, at Michigan than there have been at Alabama. And but there, there, a but is going to happen in here. 
we, we've looked at the Alabama job or the Alabama situation as a reason why Michigan should stay in-house here. Like, hey, we saw what happened with Alabama with all this turmoil. Keep the continuity in-house. Maybe, maybe you don't get as many decommits and as many portal players. And while I think that's true, if we want to look at the Alabama situation, though, and compare it to what happened at Michigan – I'm sure there's a lot of players on that roster that say, great, I love Sharon Moore. I'm happy he's the head coach. I like the future of the program. But how many guys at Alabama entered in the portal just to see what they could fetch on the open market? You know what I mean? And even Mm -hmm. if there's players at Michigan that like Sharon Moore, like the hire, might there still be players from Michigan who enter in the portal just to say, well, let me just see what I can get out there from other schools? And maybe this is an opportunity for me to get more money with the school that I'm currently at. That's the game nowadays. Right. Yep. Now, I, I think I asked this, and I wasn't sure, um, and I don't even know how to find the answer, but is there do, is there going to be another transfer portal window for Michigan now that they got a new head I coach? I think it's, yeah, it's, it's 30 days, just like it was for Bama and Washington and, and Arizona. Wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> dang, man. Now, like, th- that's the new added dimension. Let's say you've got a coach, and performance-wise, it hasn't been great. Uh, you know, you've got, I don't know, you've got a, 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 not, a couple of nice recruiting classes. You've got some good talent. You've got a good roster. Like, if you're on the fence – on whether or not you should move on from your head coach, you have to consider now that you are essentially putting your entire team in free agency whenever you do that now. Yeah. Now, a lot of these schools that they might want to transfer to have already started classes, so I don't know how that would affect their like immediate eligibility. Like they would be able to play next year, I think, but that is also something to, to factor in as well. I, like I imagine – yeah, at this point, you probably um, probably would miss spring ball and have to stay at school at your current place. Correct. Yes. Yep. And right. then the next transfer portal window, you'd you'd bounce. Right. I, I'm guessing. Yeah. So. Um. So when the Nick Saban thing happened two weeks ago, we could draw a direct like, okay, this could positively affect OU because well, you play Alabama next year. You're about to be in the same conference as those guys. They're not your biggest recruiting rival, but it feels like there's, I don't know, three to five maybe recruits that you're head-to-head against them for, or, or at least in the mix. So there, there was a definite impact with OU when it came to that retirement. I don't see as much here with Michigan. Do you see any way that this could have a positive or an even negative impact for OU if Sharon Moore is hired as the next Michigan head coach? Positive or negative? Yeah, like any impact at all for OU, this move. Because Alabama, yes, but I don't see as much here. Well, I don't see as much, but if you have to if you have to make a decision between positive or negative, it's definitely positive. Uh, you got the, the team that just won the national championship and everything's been rolling with that program, lost their head coach, and the – you got to imagine there's going to be at least a large chunk of guys that test out the transfer portal. Not necessarily are they going to leave, but 
there may be guys tested out and maybe you benefit on a player out of that, but you definitely benefit from the reset a little bit that you're probably going to get in recruiting and the reset you're going to get a little bit, at least in my mind, with performance. Had Harbaugh stayed, I don't know how good they were going to be next year with with. They were going to get good again, though, at some point. They were going to get really good again at some point. So I would say that it it makes the the top, I mean, just in recruiting and competitively on the field, a little less competitive. Uh, good point from the 405. Maybe not much, but it's it's definitely a positive. Well, and it is a good point from the 405, too. I forget about this series coming up, and it's coming up quickly because of the SEC schedule. If OU is still in the Big 12, we'd be talking about the upcoming Michigan home-and-home home a lot. But Michigan mm-hmm. is on the future schedule, and it's it's going to happen quick. What, they play Texas this year? year? They play Texas this year, and I think your home-and-home home against them starts uh, the year after that. Yeah. So yeah. in Sharon Moore's second year, um, he's going to play OU. It's crazy. When you set those up, uh, well, I don't know, maybe not Michigan, but and, and you knew you got Alabama. Definitely didn't think that you wouldn't have either one of those guys, you know. Like right before they played the, the semifinal game, you probably thought, well, we're going to be playing both these head coaches. It, well, Three, at least three of the head coaches in the next two years. Yep. Uh, turns out, you're not. You're still going to face two of them, but you know a different, a different one than you thought. Sharon Moore will be back in Norman September sixth, twenty twenty five. Second uh, second game of the year. Mm. That'll be an interesting storyline to hear him talk about his uh, OU experience. Sure. If, if sure. he if he does get this head coaching job. I mean, I keep seeing that it's 99.9% his. I also saw something last night that the job has to be posted for five, seven days, like Michigan law, Uh, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a state job. Uh, You at least got to interview Belichick, don't you? Come on. Well, yeah. I mean, we we love to recruit. He'd be a great recruiter, wouldn't he? He'd be great with NIL. On to Wisconsin. Yeah, he'd be fantastic with NIL. Well, we'll offer you $37. Lowball everyone like he did in New England. Be sweet. Listen, you can come in, clean the locker rooms, you know, and we'll give you 25 bucks. Oh, God. The, pa- on your scholarship the Patriot way goes to the Michigan way or the Wolverine way or whatever he would want to say it after uh, after that. No, it's a uh, man. It's it's a big deal. Still crazy that Texas is going to have the only coach from the uh, playoff uh, still still uh, coach of that team uh, coming Wild. up next year. Uh, it's like some of the other names listed for the Michigan job. I'm with you, man. I, I think they just got to promote Sharon Moore. I think that's what they're going to do. But it, it's at least interesting to see the names that are thrown out there. And man, Lance Leipold was keeps being the first name mentioned for that job. Now, I don't really yeah. know how I feel about Lance Leipold at Michigan. I don't really need to think about that because I don't think it's going to matter. But he's the head coach now that if a big job's open, it seems like everyone throws his name out first. Yeah, well, um, if if I was at whatever 
ex-university and I had a head coaching vacancy, it's exactly where I would be going. Lance Leipold exactly would be Exactly where I'd be going. Yep. Now, um, there's a lot of things I like about him. One of the things I liked most about Kansas, though, is was their offense. And I, I, I'm curious to see if it stays with the same design or if that was if that was a Leipold thing or if that was um, his offensive coordinator that took the took another job if that was his thing um, because that offense is awesome yeah well not only yeah the offense was awesome it was awesome this year and it was awesome when it was a complete change of plans to what they thought that they were going to have going into the year you know like he was playing the oh, majority sure. of the season with a backup quarterback now a pretty good backup quarterback but like forget the story of making Kansas relevant and getting nine wins this year like in that short of time, but to do so the majority of the year with the backup quarterback, yeah, man, Duke can coach. Duke can really right. coach. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm curious to see how it goes uh, this year. I mean, getting their quarterback coming back, which you know, it tells me that that whole thing was pretty much known. All along, or maybe not all along, but they had an idea that could for happen. quite some time that he yeah. he just wasn't going to play. We're going to get his nil right and have him back for next year. What is because uh, I've told you a few times today. I don't think Harbaugh is ever back in college football. I think he's in the NFL from here on out. What is his uh, college football legacy? Because there are a lot of interesting things that happened over the course of time at Michigan, from spring um, break trips to France to. Satellite camps in Florida to like everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did a bunch of of new interesting things right out of the gate. I mean, it quickly, a lot of that stuff quickly faded and lost steam. But well, you know, he had new interesting ideas before nil came along because. Everyone was looking for some edge, something different. Like now, like screw all the new ideas. It's just how much money can you raise for NIL, <laughs> right? Yep. Like who cares what you're doing with? Like players don't care. They don't, they're not going to care what your facilities are like. They may not even care what your record was like last year, or if the program's ever done anything of substance. How much NIL money do you have for me? You got a bunch. Okay. Well, let's go see if we can get this thing done. Uh, 918 Sooner says, could the Andrew Anthony transfer carry any water with Michigan's recruits, seeing that he was thriving in the system until the injury? I don't know. Perhaps. I mean, I think it would be more, not so much Michigan's recruits, but maybe players on Michigan's team. But if you want anything from Michigan – and they've got some really good players on both sides of the ball, but you'd want some of their linemen, right? Yes. I mean, you're you're pretty set right now at wide receiver. Um, you'd like a you'd like a running back or a or, or someone on the line is what is what you would want, right? Would Andrew Lanthony well, being more involved in an offense at OU over Michigan be the determining factor of that? I just I, I wouldn't think so. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, think about this. Um. The leading receiver for Michigan 
this year was Roman Wilson. And he had 48 catches for 789 yards. Now, he did have 12 touchdowns. uh, But their number two wide receiver had 47 catches for 604 and just one touchdown. Who, Who was that? Uh, Cornelius Johnson. Because I'm wondering if that was a tight end. Because I think uh, last year. No, they're tight. Well, I, I'm, that's wide receiver. Okay. They're number two. The Loveland had six fifty and four touchdowns. Because last year their two leading receivers, I think, were both tight ends. So that's kind of a theme there, right? And it's kind of to my point, which Andrew Anthony. I, I'm not shocked that he transferred out and came to Oklahoma. I mean. He was done at the Texas game, and he still had, what, 429 yards receiving. (laughs) So he would have been, like, the third leading receiver at the receiver position on Michigan just in those games. Crazy. So, I mean, it to me, I I don't think you have to, like, try and dive deep into into recruiting or what it was like there at Michigan. I mean, the kid played receiver – Receivers not getting a whole lot of action at Michigan the way that they operate at the time. Camo Sooner says, am I crazy to think that OU is a few O-linemen away from being really good in 2024? Are they a few O-linemen away from being really good in 24? I think, yeah. I I think so. Um, If you could tell me right now that the offensive line isn't a weakness and it's, you know – Solid to yeah, it's pretty good. Then yeah, I'll I'll feel I'll feel real good about this team. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: we've had we've had some offensive lines that are better than others, but Bill Beanbow typically puts out a group that ends up being pretty solid. And I think we've got some young players coming in that have an opportunity to to get on the field right away, like a Eugene Brooks, um, Akin Kumi. Perhaps I think he'll probably need some polish, um, but you know Sexton looked really good. I think he'll be able to step in and play. I, I don't know. I think there's a chance that the offensive line is going to be better than maybe we would imagine at this moment right now. And I, if you can get that out of your offensive line, and like Tatum or Sawchuck, like Sawchuck is is better next year and Tatum adds another uh, dynamic running back and Jackson Arnold's like the biggest key is Jackson Arnold if he if he comes around like we hope it's going to be the best defense we've had in I mean go back as pretty much as far as you want 2009 is decade. where I'll go back to that's yeah we're going to have the best defense we've had since 2009 so if you can combine those things we're going to be we're going to be better at wide receiver. We're going to be better at tight end. We have to be better at running back. It's almost impossible not to be. And you know, it's quarterback and offensive line on on the offensive side and defensively. We'll have a, a total better unit than we had a year ago, which improved a lot over the year previous. So, no, I don't think it's crazy at all. And. We'll see what happens at kicker. We got a couple of different guys competing at kicker now, so yeah, I I don't think it's I don't think it's outlandish. Now we'll just have to see how we develop through spring and what else happens in the portal. So, all right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. 
Stay tuned. Sound off any time of day on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet in Blanchard, USA. There are trucks. Then there's the truck. GMC Sierra with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate. GMC Sierra, not just any truck, the truck. GMC's continued commitment to professional-grade engineering is on full display at your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Come take a test drive today and see for yourself. We are professional-grade GMC. Chaos returns to Norman this spring, and Oklahoma baseball season tickets are on sale now. Seats start at $90 and include access to all 28 home games, including matchups with Oklahoma State, Kansas State, Baylor, Texas, and more. Join Oklahoma baseball at Eldale Mitchell Park all season long for as little as 90 bucks. For more information and to reserve your seats today, visit Soonersports.com. Did the recent storms damage your home and roof? Call All-American Roofing today. All-American Roofing has been repairing and replacing roofs for over 40 years and is a second-generation locally-owned roofing company. They are also a Google-guaranteed contractor and offer free inspections. Our roofers are GAF Master Elite contractors with a BBB A-plus rating. Call All-American Roofing today at 405-787-0400. All-American Roofing, the best roofing company in Oklahoma. 405-787-0400. Life is full of moments, including difficult and disruptive ones like a cancer diagnosis, which is why the groundbreaking work of Stand Up to Cancer is so vital. They bring together top minds from different fields to find new and better treatments so patients can thrive. Please join Stand Up to Cancer and Myrtle Beach to help families get back to where they belong, making new memories for years to come. Go to StandUpToCancer.org to see how you can join the mission. Are you frustrated with rising insurance costs or confused about your insurance coverage? At Rightway Insurance, each one of their clients is given a dedicated team of experts that work with you to address all of your insurance concerns. They are an independent insurance company that offers personal and business coverage. Rightway Insurance, 405-607-6014. Or request a free online quote at rightwayinsurance.com. That's Rightway Insurance at 405-607-6014. Uh, RPG came through the belly of the aircraft. We don't talk about the female combat wounded. These are our daughters and our sisters and our mothers. Wounded Warrior Project came into my life and taught me how to stand back up and get back in the fight. The truth is I think we all have this strength inside of us, but until you're tested, you just don't know it's there. See how Wounded Warrior Project empowers women veterans like Beth by visiting woundedwarriorproject.org slash empowerwomenvets. Hey y'all, I'm Blake Shelton. I love that country music connects people all over this great nation, but unfortunately so does something else, childhood hunger. 15 million children struggle with hunger in America. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks works to rescue our surplus food to help provide billions of meals to families in need across the country. Join the fight against hunger at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Mama, what does the chicken say? Uh, dog. Cat. Giraffe. Giraffe, really? Giraffe. Uh, giraffe. 
You're not going to get it all right. Just make sure you nail the big stuff, like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We didn't play well. We played terrible. We played with no juice, no energy, and no fight. We happened to, with five minutes to go, decide to try to play a little bit better. That's just too late. I don't care where I'm coaching. I don't care if I'm at Timbuktu. You ain't going to play for me like that. That is not acceptable. And it damn sure ain't acceptable at Texas. So we'll watch the film. The film won't lie. And we'll address it. And we'll address it first thing in the morning when the sun's coming up. Vic Schaefer, Texas women's basketball head coach. That's what he sounded like after Jenny Baranchek's team rolled to Austin with the top ten yeah. road win last night. And I just wanted to highlight the OU women's basketball team one more time. You know, 34 days ago, dude, 34 days ago, OU women's hoops lost 79-70 at home to Southern. A non-conference loss to Southern by nine at home. Since that day... Mm. Which, by the way, at that time they had a 6-5 and five record on the season. Since that day, OU has won six out of the last seven, and they are all alone right now in second place in the Big 12 with a 6-1 and one conference record. So, big props for the way that they have uh, responded since that home loss to Southern. Nice job. Yeah. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. Um, that, uh, <laughs> it will address it first thing in the morning. Sounds like uh, that's one of those, well, if you're not going to do anything I say, at least we're going to be in shape. We'll be the most (laughs) in shape team in the country, by God. Get on the line. Yes, I've heard that one before. Uh, He also sounds like a coach uh, that says soft quite a bit. I bet he used that word uh, quite a bit today. Very true. Very, very so, true. Heck of a win by uh, Jenny Bronchek's team, all alone in second place in the conference. All right, we did this yesterday while you were out. Uh, way too early, national champ in college football. Uh, I was lame. I didn't think outside the box. I just picked who – well, I say who most people are going to pick. Feinbaum thinks it's Ohio State. I'm not ready to go there. I picked Georgia as my way too early national champ. Who are you leaning towards in late January? Oh, my goodness. Um, Georgia's got the best quarterback coming back. Um, I'm trying to think who else even has. Do we have any idea who's going to be playing quarterback at Ohio State? Well, I think it's going to be Will Howard, right? I mean, they got the five-star Julian Sayan coming in, but if Will Howard's going there, if they're taking Will Howard, I – Maybe he doesn't finish the regular season as the starter, but I, I bet he starts the year as QB1. Yeah. Boy. I'm trying to be creative here. Uh, but the mind I don't keeps think going Michigan, back to Georgia. Yeah, Michigan is not going to back it up. Washington, no chance. Um, Texas. I don't see it now, but gosh, if all of the other teams in the transfer or in the uh, in the playoff keep ditching their coaches and everyone's going to go to the portal and go to Texas, maybe it will be Texas. They've had a nice portal haul this cycle, for sure. Yeah. 
It's hard to, I mean, Georgia's just got to be the massive, massive favorite. Um, does Oregon have a shot with Dylan Gabriel? Yeah, I think they do. I think they're pretty good around him. Uh, we laughed yesterday at the thought of Dylan Gabriel leaving OU and winning a national championship at, at Oregon next year. But, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think they do. Yeah. I bet I, um, I don't think that they're going to match up with Georgia next year. Yeah. I don't either. Dang, imagine Tyler being more of an SEC homer than Feinbaum. I know, it sucks, but here I am. I just don't see it with Ohio State. I mean, I they're they're really talented. I just I got to see them well, get over the hump. It's that's where I I struggle. And Will Howard at quarterback is not the same to me as some of the oh other top gosh. contenders that will have quarterback, no. you know what I mean? That's a big deal no, to me. No. Not even close. Uh now, I am interested to see I, uh, how he kind of flourishes and what what it's like for him in a different style of offense instead of one that's uh, so conservative and you know I don't know I think those other offenses like kind of helped him but you know Ohio State they're going to be loaded on defense yeah and. You know, I don't know what a lot of their skill position stuff is going to look like, like who's coming back for them and everything as of right now, but they're not going to have a shortage of wide receivers. I mean, they've been one of the better uh, places at putting out wideouts recently, so I imagine they've still got a really nice group there. Running backs, never really been a problem Well, they got Quinshawn Judkins at running back for next year. So oh, yeah, that's they'll, right. They'll be set there. And I think Emeka Ibuka is coming back at wide receiver. Yeah. Um, they'll, they'll be fine at wide receiver. But, uh-huh. but, I, 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 would, I would probably put Ohio State as number two. But let me, because, l- yeah. let me go here, though, in, in that conversation, okay? I, I think it's Georgia. It sounds like you don't want to say Georgia, but it's hard for you not to say Georgia. The, the, I, I, I totally get that favorite massive but your mind went to it's it's almost like okay you went to ohio state and then what about michigan uh what about alabama uh what about washington uh texas uh did you ever consider oklahoma and would it be fair to consider oklahoma right now not fair to consider oklahoma right now i'll, I'll tell you who my two uh my two kind of long shots are um I would put Oklahoma in there as a long shot, and I if if what I'm hearing is true, uh, Tennessee. Whoa! What are you hearing about the quarterback, Nico? He's yeah, a star. Yeah, interesting. Okay. And if that's the case, and they've got an absolute superstar at quarterback, who's like if Tennessee has the best quarterback in the SEC. You got a chance at winning a national championship. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and, and they've done well at other spots. Uh, I mean, it's a long shot. Let's for those that are losing their mind out there. Let's circle back and and give a reminder that it's a long shot. And it's kind of the same reason I think Oklahoma is a long shot is because yeah, I, what we think about Arnold. I mean, it sounds like he's going to be fantastic. Right. We can we can see through a lot of the issues we saw in the bowl game, and you know I think that if if he is 
as advertised, you got a shot. But if he's not, you don't. Yep. I mean, the same thing with Tennessee. Two four zero from the state of Maryland. I miss hearing Teddy talk about Gary McCord at Ohio State. Also, wonder <laughs> how many Ref Army members know who Gary McCord is. God, where that. did he end up? He ended up at Syracuse. Left Ohio State. Jeez. I think he was kind of, you Forced know, like, out. hey, bud, yeah, yeah. Ended up at Syracuse. Uh, you know what would be really cool is if you jumped in the transfer portal, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. KW the nine one eight says, I think OU has a great shot at a natty next year. All we need is a few more O linemen, a game changing running back and wide receiver, a better grasp of zone coverage on defense, a complete and utter overhaul on special teams. That's all we're lacking. Uh, well, hang on a second. Let's take these one by one. What was the first one we've got to we well, have to do? If we're going one by one, there's a lot we're going to have to address here. But the first was few more offensive linemen. Okay, I don't think that's out of the question. Okay, um, I think I think the next portal window is like cur- the current portal window, also, but also the next portal window. I think stuff's going to get interesting. How so? I think we're I think we're ramping up our NIL uh there's some, situation. There's some scuttlebutt out there that that could be the case, you know. There's we're ramping up at a good time and you know there's some good things that have happened and there's some huge things that might happen. So I think we're in a good position right now and Everyone has had kind of their thoughts on what what the future may look like with NIL. There's been a bunch of different theories out there. Well, it's all kind of it's taken shape in a little bit different form than I think a lot of people envisioned. Not just at Oklahoma, I'm talking across the country. And I think that there are some guide rails that are going to be put in place at some point. And it's maybe not too far off where the guide rails are going to be put in. So in the meantime, if you've got the opportunity to make moves, you make moves. And you think they're going to I make think moves we're going to be making soon? moves. Okay. Yes. All right. Now, well, that does, does that mean that we land uh, whatever we're out there after? No, it doesn't mean that. But. I think that we are going to have the ability to be really, really competitive. Well, that covers the few more offensive linemen. we still got a game-changing running back and a receiver, a better grasp of zone coverage on D, and a complete and utter overhaul on special teams. But we're up against a break, so. <laughs> well, I want to hit that. those because, I don't. I mean, that makes it sound like we're light years off, and I think that glo- that text kind of glosses over some things that I think we need to talk about. All right, quick time out. More from The Rush coming up. Sooner Football Talk lives here. This is The Ref. There are trucks. Then there's the truck. GMC Sierra with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and, of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro... It is the rush on the ref taking you home on a Thursday. <laughs> Kenneth Lemire Chevrolet text line is 
adding to the list that KW the nine one eight had last segment. <laughs> well, it says the texture forgot major question marks at quarterback, defensive line, and new offensive and defensive coordinators. The only real solid, reliable group on the team is at wide receiver. So I guess we got to just talk about everything. That's not true. Okay, um, let's go back to the original text message. We hit the offensive line one. Um, what was the next one? Right, we, wide we, receiver? We, yeah, we got to move quick here. Game-changing running back and wide receiver. Well, I, I mean, we just brought in the number one running back in the country in, in a recruiting class. Like, it doesn't guarantee you that you're going to have a game-changer at running back, but I think we we stand a, a pretty good chance of having something there. So you know, maybe we're all right at running back. Wide receiver, I'm not worried about wide receiver. Shouldn't be. I mean, I, if if we if we don't have like a star or multiple wide receivers emerge from the group that we have, I we got deeper issues than yeah. Last than year it we, was a question of if if it's going to happen. I think it's more of a question of who this year who it's going to be. There's like three or right. four legitimate candidates. I think defense and zone coverage. I our defense is a lot better than most people think it is, All right? Coach Venables sent me a long list today of, uh, of, of like, statistics and, like, per-play type of stuff where, where they ranked in the country on, on things. It, like, it's not perfect. I'm not saying the defense is perfect, but it's vastly improved, and next year is going to be – a bigger jump than we've seen in the previous two because of all the experience that you have coming back. And they're going to continue to add players in there and sprinkle some guys in that have some really good upside. Uh, I, I'm not suggesting our defense is going to be perfect this year, but I'm really not that worried about it. The defense played good enough to beat Kansas and they played good enough to beat Oklahoma state. And really they played good enough to beat Arizona for most of that game. Just until pl- the very end. Just please tell me the text said, hey, meathead, dot, 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 led the country in interceptions, interceptions, <laughs> yards, and it had all the stats. Why, why did he just – why did he text you with a bunch of defensive stats? Hey, I'm not – I don't need to divulge the reason. Well, was it – okay, well, that's, it was, was it random? Were you in mid-conversation with the guy? I'm just curious why that just randomly happened today. No, because I told him, you guys suck. And that's how he responded. Yeah, Keep, keeping this one secret. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's um it's nothing groundbreaking. Just sent over some uh, some some things that are interesting. So I don't know. I think in even before that, I I've been saying that I think the defense is going to be really good next year for a bunch of reasons. I mean, we got a it's the third year in the defense. We've already made a bunch of big jumps. I think personnel-wise, we're going to be at the best that we've been. Would it help us a lot to add an explosive interior defensive lineman? Yeah, it would. But again, maybe you are. We had the one of the top defensive linemen in the country in recruiting like that. I, I'm not saying that that's exactly what you're going to get, but. We're in a much better place now than we've been in the past. Corner and safety, I think, are going to be really good. Linebacker, they got to play better than how they ended the regular season, but there's some real upside there. 
And then I think even at defensive end off the edge, you could be really good as well. So yeah. I think there's way more strengths with the defense than there are question marks or weaknesses at this point. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think uh, you know, I think Dejon Terry can take a step. Again, he's coming back. you got some good size in there. And, again, the second portal window is something to watch. Obviously, you've got – you got more guys available right now through the the coaching change stuff, but we we've we got some opportunity. Maybe OU is going to uh, bet on themselves, bet on themselves like Kayshawn Booty did during a game earlier this year or back yeah. in 2022. Hope yeah, at least uh, he bet on himself uh, eight thousand times. I uh, I hope the result is a little bit different than Kayshawn Booty's was, but it's coming out now that. He bets he would score a touchdown and rack up 82 and a half yards against Florida State in that season opening game in 2022. That was part of an eight leg parlay, and he uh, he missed on both of those. Bet on himself, oh, and it didn't work out. Well, um, I, I think you said you hope it's a different result, but I. You take some jail time if it meant nas- uh, national championship. Oh, you? I'm I'm at an embarrassing level of here's things that I would do for that next national championship. Y- yeah, and, and jail time is jail time. Let's talk about prison time for the next national yeah. championship. Well, and you never know. The Let's judge talk about may three say, to five. Uh, three to five, man. Yeah. The judge may say may let you off on time serve. I mean, it's been 24 years yes. since you won a championship. 30 years, <laughs> Your Honor. It's been 24 years of misery. Come on. Let's knock the sentence off a little bit. That's right. It's going to be awesome the next time it happens. It's going to be it's going to be great around here. Hopefully it's not like all these other jobs where the coach leaves at the end of the year and goes to the NFL or retires. Uh, maybe I won't care, but it's uh, it's it's going to be fantastic. It's going to happen yep. again at some point. Let's hope I'm around for it. Yep. No, I agree. All right. Quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap things up next here from Dorsey Jones, Buick GMC. Talking Sooner football is what we 